The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drained. I love mixing it up by betting against the spread, taking the over on Giannis's points every chance I get, and more exclusive bets like the two by three, two threes scored in the first three minutes. Plus FanDuel even lets you combine bets like those for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash blue wire. That's fanduel.com slash blue wire to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Virginia. And what I say to people who feel overwhelmed with journaling is like, okay, then just start every day with writing three things you're grateful for. So really what you did is just gave me a, a taste of my own medicine and just said, okay, simplify it, you silly. Like you're still time, like you can create time. Like, and I also love the idea of just putting one hand on my heart and one hand on my belly because just connecting and touching, like, you, you know, just kind of connecting to your body in that way um, before you begin the day is kind of, I think a really powerful, a powerful thing. What's up and welcome to the Very Best Self Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Brown. Tune in each week as I have candid conversations with inspiring humans, including athletes, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and anyone out there making waves. Get ready to leave your comfort zone behind, step into your power, and live a more purpose-driven life. I am so happy that you're here. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Very Best Self Podcast. I am your host, Victoria Brown. Today, I have Petya Kolibova on the podcast, you guys. And so she is all about spiritual alignment and kind of connecting with your inner vision and really just attracting more abundance in your life. So she is a specialist on these things. And before you say that that's woo-woo or out there or whatever thoughts that any of those words brought up for you, I promise you, you're really going to enjoy this episode. Uh, she's so down to earth. Honestly, after the, the episode was over, I was like, oh my God, did I just make a new best friend? Like I truly absolutely adored her. Uh, her energy is just very, um, it's, it's funny because the way that I will describe her is I'll say her energy is very soft and inviting, um, which is due to her tapping into her feminine divine energy, which to be honest, I don't know a whole lot about, um, but it's something that she specializes in as well. So I decided to ask about it and kind of understand what in the heck that actually freaking means. And so she gets into that today, which is really neat um, because I've been someone who's like seeing that kind of like on the internet and being like, what the heck is that? What does it mean? What is it all about? But I've been kind of drawn to understanding it a little bit deeper. Um, and so we're going to talk about that as well in this episode. So let's get into it. Here we go. All right. Welcome back to the Very Best Self podcast. I have Petya Kolibova on the pod today, and I am beyond excited uh, to have this conversation with you. And thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. I'm so excited to be here with you, Victoria. 
Yes, it's going to be, it'll be a great conversation. I feel like Petya and I have never met before, but we have, I feel like so much in common, um, just, you know, from following her now and seeing the stuff that she puts out into the world and just kind of reading your bio and knowing more about like who you are as a person. I feel like we have a lot in common. So I'm excited for this conversation. So Petya um, specializes in alignment um, and guiding her clients to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism, as you call it, um, and become unapologetically abundant. So that is like a fully locked and loaded sentence that I am like all on board with. <laughs> Love that. Thank you. So what brought you to, you know, you do, you're a Reiki healer, you do breath work. Um, you know, what brought you to this path in life? Um, were you always someone who's very interested in wellness or was there, you know, something that happened that kind of led you to this kind of work and doing it for yourself? And then also then in turn, sharing it with others. I love this question. And I feel like there's like so many like ways, how can I unpack it? And like, first of all, no, I haven't been like healthy or into the wellness for myself in the past when I was, you know, into like, I used to like do competitions and running and volleyball and all sorts of things, but it was because I wanted to be smaller and leaner and, and be liked and be loved. So I was always like, making myself smaller in all the ways possible. You know, I struggled with bulimia for almost 20 years, attempt wow. of suicide, you know, anxiety, depression. So for me, it was like my body, my health and life itself was always a struggle. And that's how I saw it. And deep inside, I was thinking like, this is crazy. I cannot believe that we come here to be born, to go to school, to get to the, you know, some kind of work, grinding every day, getting drunk on the weekend and have two and a half kids and then die, right? Like that's how I saw it around me when I was growing up, hence my unpronounceable name in a small town in Czech Republic in the center of the Europe. And I kind of felt inside that either there is something wrong with me, very wrong with me, because I couldn't feel like I fit or I belong, like just, I couldn't relate to anyone around me or there is something wrong with the world that is telling you, like you have to do like all these things when they don't feel true to you. So I feel like my whole life, I was literally like running until like I hurt my knee and I couldn't run physically anymore, but I was then running like places. I ran away from home when I was 18 because my stepfather beat me up really bad. I run away from my country. I live in London and Spain and United States now and Mexico, not running anymore. And <laughs> that used to be a pattern. So I, on my journey, became the one that I needed. That's why I became coach. That's why I'm helping women with their business. And I do it very holistically. Because so very often the woman, they come to me as the younger version of me trying to think like, oh, when, when I have the perfect body, when I have the money, when I have the partner, when I have the job, when I have the six figure business, then I will be happy. So they're living in a when land. So I bring them back to themselves. We do healing on them so they can remember who they are and release all of the layers of conditioning and listen, it's healing. It's never linear. So it's not like they come to me, I fix something and they're good. It doesn't work this right. way. Right. 
but I help them come back to themselves, align with their purpose, align with their truth, and then they can become abundant, not the other way around. I've done it too. You make the money and then you're like, well, I'm still not happy, right? So what's next? More money, next relationship, leaner body. It's not that. So it's really coming back to yourself. And by me learning all these modalities and walking on this journey, now I'm the embodiment of what's possible. And that's why my clients come to me because they, they also feel like they're meant for more. Just very often they don't know what the more is or how to even get there. I like what you said. We're living in a when land sometimes. And I've never heard that before in not quite put that way, but it's true. And uh, waiting for something to happen in order to feel all of these things. And, you know, so often I think we forget that like the magic is a really, truly, genuinely is happening right where we are. Mm -hmm. And while we're on our way and while we're journeying through life, that's when the magic is actually really happening. It's like, yeah, we do. We, we really do live in this, this when land where we're just like, you know, as soon as I get this promotion or I find this relationship, then I'll give myself permission to feel, you know, proud of myself or successful or enough or whatever ever, right? The list goes on and on and on. Then you'll give yourself permission to do all those things. And so really it's not about arriving at that place in order to feel those things because, because how often have we arrived at those places and then immediately it's okay, check off the box. And then we just are like, okay, let's go on to the next thing. We don't even take that moment to pause and be proud of ourselves or pause or feel like, okay, it's like, it's like, what do we, are we, have we somehow convinced ourselves that there's going to be like this giant exhale where we're going to be like, okay. <laughs> and today and now in this moment, <laughs> I am enough. Wow. That's crazy talk. That's not a real thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like that's, that's not. But you can take that deep exhale and decide that for yourself right here, right now, right where you are, despite what's going right, despite what's going wrong, despite any of it. Mm -hmm. Decide. I'm Absolutely. Today, right here. Yeah. Absolutely. Because what I'm hearing, Victoria, is that you're saying that sometimes we are treating life that it's like a race, like it's like this, you know, sprint, like, let me get there. Let me get to this destination. And like you said, it's really not about this running, this race, there is not going to be a big finish line. Well, un until we like die. Right. And who knows that might not be even a finish. Right. So maybe it's, it's really just the starting line. Who knows? Right. <laughs> like maybe this is just a test round, you know? So I feel like it's so important to pass and as cliche as it can sound, it's like really tap into the gratitude. You cannot get there from where you are right now. If getting there, you think it's your salvation. You really get to look into your life and say, okay, like what is working in my life? What do I really like in my life? Like, even if you want a better job, or even if you want a better relationship, more money, healthier body, whatever it is, what can you appreciate in this present moment? Because if you are, you know, cussing on your car and hating your boss and are miserable in your relationship, 
wherever you go, there you are. You take yourself with you to next jobs, to the next relationship. So that's why I say stop focusing on the future. The future is beautiful when you can see it as something you're excited for, but not that you depend on. When you see it as something you're excited for, but not something you depend on. I love that. Mm -hmm. I really love that so much. Yeah, because um, the people are like so stuck on this idea of the future, right? And then they're missing out on everything else. Like I know, for example, like men, they're protectors, they're providers. They want to take care of their family. They want to prove their loved ones that they really love them. And they're very, you know, much do it or very often do it like through working really hard and lo working long hours. And then in the process, you can lose the beloved ones because you don't appreciate what is now because you're like, oh, let me make sure that I have the money for the vacation, for the house, that I can take care of my family. Well, if you are not present to your family now, there might be no family. Yeah, so to take on vacation. Exactly. And then you are end up alone and you have the money, you have the car, you have the house and you end up alone. So how can you appreciate and celebrate what is? But also be really honest with yourself and take like this mental check in, like if nothing ever changes in my life, am I okay with that? Because if I ask my clients when they meet me, when they start working with me, if nothing ever changes in your life, are you okay with it? They're like horrified. They're like, no, 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 I don't want to be in this job. I don't want to be in this relationship. I don't want to have this health, right? I'm like, okay. So what gets to change? Because we keep ourselves so busy, Victoria, and we are thinking like, let me just grind it out. Let me just go to the gym even more. Let me eat less. Let yeah. me, you know, focus on the saving of the money. And then what? Like, where is your life? Why did you come here? You come here to experience life, mm -hmm. not to get in some kind of finish line. Yeah. It's the true, truest statement right there. We come here to experience life and somehow, and I don't know how, but somehow we forget that. Um, so I try to say yes to, to a lot, not, not in an excessive way where it, you know, puts me in a place where I'm not feeling good about the yeses that I give. I like to say yes when I mean yes and no when I mean no, but I also really like to say yes to experiences, anything experiential. Cause I'm like, man, life is short. I just want to, when it's all said and done, look back and be like, yeah. I lived, I did it, I experienced things, I saw things, I did things, I felt things. Um, so yeah, I see what you're saying. If we can't just keep working towards this, this, you know, imitable, you know, finish line that's not even necessarily real. Absolutely. The and and then who is it real for, right? Are you doing it right. for your boss, for your parents, for your partner? Like right. for what? Because I love Victoria, would you say like I say yes to the things that are yes for me because so very often now taking it back into like the woman's right corner. It's like we say yes because we want to please others. We want to take care of others. And then we literally put ourselves in the back burner and forget that, hey, if it's not having yes, then it's a no or maybe it's not right now. But when you're just people pleasing, your body will stop you. Like I feel it on my body when I'm like, having a lot of projects or I'm hosting retreats and VIP experiences. And if I don't take like days off my body, it's like, and you are done and you're done and you will stay in the bed and you will rest because I'm telling you. So it's like really being super mindful about what you are saying yes to.
saying yes to something, you're also saying no to something else, right? Mm. So we get to really realize that is this a heaven yes for me or does it feel right to me, right? Some things don't feel good and there are still the right things to do, like brushing your teeth, going to the gym. Sometimes we don't want to do it, right? right? And it's the right thing to do. So right. we checking in. I'm really cracking up. I've never heard anyone say heaven yes before. Really? Oh, girl, you should hang out with me more often. The stuff that I make up. Yeah, because everyone's like, yeah, it's a hell yes or it's a hell no. Never heard anyone say it's a heaven yes or a heaven no. I love it. Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, easy little word swap. I love it. Um, okay, so you specifically kind of specialize in something that I I honestly feel like I know nothing about, which is awakening your feminine energy, unlocking your divine femininity. And I've seen a lot of this like kind of on the internet and it feels... I guess from my perspective, it feels very uh, like woo woo. And I don't understand what the heck that really means. Like, yes, I'm a woman. I'm happy to be a woman. Uh, explain it to me. And and for anybody else out there um, who's kind of just doesn't really understand, what does it mean? Tell tell me, please. I, I absolutely, would love to know. <laughs> no, I absolutely love your honesty. She's like, what the heck you are doing, girl? So I want to know. Let's, yeah. let's like back up a little bit because when I'm talking about like feminine and masculine energy, we all mm -hmm. have that. It doesn't matter if you're female, you can be female, be happy to be female and be more yeah, in your masculine energy. I definitely know I have both. That's for mm -hmm. sure. And I mm -hmm. feel like I lean more towards like masculine energy for some reason. Like I'm mm -hmm. more like, I don't know, but anyways, sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> no, no, no. It's perfect. It, it's I a find flow. it all very intriguing. <laughs> Thank you. So for me, I was most of my life in my masculine, but it was in a wounded masculine because the masculine energy, when it's like healthy masculine energy, it's the provider, it's the protector, it's the focuser, it's the singular look at things. Like men cannot multitask, tell them and, and you know, to do three things and they will forget two and half of them, right? As women, we are more like the feminine energy, it's more chaotic. The feminine energy, you can be on a phone with your friend, you you can be cooking and writing a note and texting another friend, you know, like it's so true. We I get jealous of my fiance, honestly, in a way, because I can multitask so well. And he I actually get jealous of him that he does do one thing at a time because I would prefer to be that way mm -hmm. because I think I would get a lot more done if I just focus on one task at a time. And anyways, he's very, very good at that. So. And you can tap into that. You know, that's something that you can consciously tap into. You can choose to be in your masculine energy and just choose to focus on a singular thing. And it has to be a choice because again, like naturally bigger percentage of women will have more feminine energy, bigger percentage of men has a masculine energy, but of course there are women with more masculine energy, but is it healthy energy or is it conditioned energy? Mm. So for me, I was in my masculine most of my life because I didn't feel safe. So I step into the role of being the provider, being the protector, being the one who makes the money, being the one who is like holding a space and being like, like this, when I talk about like healthy, healthy masculine, it's like stoic and feels good in it. For me, I was feeling burnout and really tired, you know, so really witnessing your energy and how you're feeling. Do you feel better and easier in the feminine? And then you got to switch in when you're running business or getting things done, like getting married, then you got to step into your masculine because you're talking to the vendors and you want them mm -hmm. to take you seriously, right? 
So it can be switched on and off. But so very often the women that, you know, come to me or I work with, they're in their masculine and they're feeling burnt out. They're feeling burnt out because they are like, they don't step into that playfulness and receptivity and feminine and allowing. Like that. You see, it's, it's the softening. Because when oh, we soften okay. as women, we soften and imagine like you soften and you melt in your dear one arms, you soften and you're open to receive like women, we were, you know, made to be soft and to receive like there is an opening, literal opening yeah, in I have us, right? with being soft. It's very hard for me. I think uh, and, I, I can be soft if someone else is soft towards me first, then, then it's very easy for me and simple. But for me to, um, I, I, I'm too stubborn. I can't be, it's very, very difficult for me to tap into, I guess, my feminine energy then yeah. is, is why it's very, it's, I find it to be challenging. I absolutely hear you. Like I'm in, in Zodiac, I'm Taurus, so I'm pretty stubborn. Ask my husband. <laughs> yeah, my fiance is a Taurus. <laughs> so you know what you're dealing with, like. When, when we like, you know, see red, we see red. When we decide on something, we decide on something. Yep. So I completely like feel that stubbornness, but I feel like it's so necessary that we know when to tap into one and the other on our own. So when women mm -hmm. come to me, they're in very masculine energy. They get things done. They're taking care of everyone. They, you know, they're like very like future focused, but they forget to be present to themselves and to their body. So I help women to soften up because that's how they can receive. It's not through the hard work. It's not through the hassle. Like, even if you think about it, let's go like way, 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 way back into the conception moment, Victoria. So when baby is made, the, the ovaries, they send out the egg, right? Now imagine the egg is the feminine energy. It's a perfect example of it. The egg will just go chill somewhere and the sperm has to go to it. What the egg is doing, it's emitting, you know, chemicals and frequency that is attracting the healthiest and the best sperm of that, you know, child. So the masculine energy is the conqueror, is the one who is like running and going and going for things, right? Like single focus. The egg is just there attracting and chilling and receiving. That's the feminine energy. That's what is natural for us. Can you imagine the egg like running around and chasing the sperms? Like they no. probably would never meet. <laughs> exactly. Because we would get distracted and do 10 things and be all over the place. So as feminine, we get to invite it into our lives, sit and chill. And it doesn't mean doing nothing. But it means creating more freedom, creating more pleasure, creating more joy. Think about the woman who walk into the room and they're in their beautiful feminine. They don't have to say anything. You will feel them. They own the room, you know? So it's, it's, it's like recognizing how powerful you are in your feminine because for centuries now, we were told that the feminine is bad. The feminine is weak. The feminine is going to get, take advantage of like, even my grandma was telling me like, hey, Petya, you're too good. You're too soft. People will take advantage of you. Guess what? They did because that was my programming and my belief until mm. I said, I choose to believe that the right people will honor me, cherish me, and the right men will love how nurturing and caring I am. And that's what I got in my second husband. The first, it's, it was <laughs> the, the trial and error, 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 error. <laughs> yeah, I... I feel like I know what you're saying though with that already. 
I feel like I didn't marry my last boyfriend, but I still, I feel like I'm on my second husband because I, we were together for so long and it was awful and I received awful and I stayed in awful. Mm -hmm. And so I I see what you're saying with that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. I mean, if if you would have asked me if that last previous relationship would have asked me to marry him, I would have said yes. And Mm -hmm. I would have done that. And then it would have been an unfortunate situation. So, yeah. So what I teach women is that feminine is powerful and how to use the feminine, how to soften up, how to create space for themselves, how to not work all the time and how to create a joy and like sensations. It's about sensuality, you know, like going into your feminine doesn't mean that you will be wearing long dresses and hair down dancing on the beach. If that's what you love, go for it. Right. But the feminine can be also just like getting massage, which is receiving, right. It can be, um, like I have like a beautiful oil, like massage oil from Bali and I absolutely love how it smells. So I put it on my body and it feels like a ritual. It's like me with my body feminine. It it's present. It's receptive. So where in your life can you slow down? How can you receive? How can you, and, and again, it doesn't have to be from the world. It can be you. So for me in the morning, I bask into that feminine energy. I don't grab my phone. I don't look at my computer. I don't work before 11 a.m. That used to be a dream. When I started my podcast over four years ago, one time I interviewed the guest, Sarah Pendrick. And um, she told me like, yeah, like I don't work before 11 o'clock. I like journal and work on my book. And me in my head, I'm like, must be nice. I wake up at 5 a.m., go to CrossFit, go to work, go to do my school, train clients after, you know, I'm like, must be nice. Well, now I'm living it because I saw it as a possibility. So in the morning, you know, it's very easy to tap into your feminine, whether it's listening to music, whether it's, yes, like dancing, you know, to your favorite song, one song a day in the morning will get you present into your body and will make you like feel and be sensational before you get up into your head and thinking about all the things you have to do, you know, self-massage being anywhere around water, water, it's very feminine element. So sitting in a bath, sitting in a shower, you know, like even like right up on waking up, like drinking big glass of water with lemon, you know, it's like being in the body and being present because I feel like it's the feminine that shows the masculine where we're going because the masculine, what does it do? Wakes up in the morning, grabs the phone, checks the email, makes the, you know, like breakfast is just like, you know, and it's go, go, go from the wake up till you're exhausted and go back to the bed. As women, we feel burnt out. As women, you will feel it in your body. As women, your body, if you like it or not, will stop you. I'm definitely in the burnout phase again. But I also think it's, it's hard because I, my job, like when I was very much, I, as I understand now a little bit more about feminine and masculine energy for just from this brief conversation, but, um, you know, during the pandemic, when I didn't have anywhere to be in the mornings, 
it was, I was very, very, very diligent on my everyday meditation practice because I woke up and then I did my meditation and I would do journal, my journaling and I would have my coffee and I had it, you know, more of like a steady routine. But now it's, it's, I like to meditate the be- the most in the morning, but it's, it's, I, it's hard. I have to figure out other times during the day to do it. And the reason for that is because I teach 7am soul cycle classes. So my alarm is going off at 520am and I am out the door. I am, and then I'm having to show up for 65 people and wake them up for their day. So I am responsible for the energy that I bring to an entire 65 person room because they rely on me. They rely on me to start their day, to bring them like, you know, and, and, you know, I, I have found success, lots of success at soul cycle. Um, because I think it's because I am a morning person and I know how to turn it on and I can turn it on very easily Mm -hmm. and wake people up and hype people up there. I'm very, very good at it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so (laughs) is it possible that you would like create space for yourself for 10 minutes in the morning, only 10 minutes, you cannot have 10 minutes in the morning for yourself. You have a problem girl. I it's don't think I can do it. It's 5 20 AM. I can't, I wake up with just enough time to roll out of bed, brush my teeth. I put makeup on and I grab a bar and then I leave on mm. my way out. That's it. I would say like, if you can create at least like five minutes, so you can just like wake up, take a shower and just quick shower. And when you're taking the shower, just connecting with your breath and your body, that's it. Like Maybe five minutes can little- do it maybe doing a five minute meditation because a 10 minute seems too long. <laughs> it is. I need my sleep. <laughs> Anyways, let's not make this too much about me. Um, but anyone else for everyone out there who's, who's listening, um, you know, finding carving out time to connect to our feminine energy, because I know that I am not the only one who is like, I need my sleep sleep is above everything else. And uh, it's hard to find time. You, you can know, also do it like at night, Victoria, you know, like yeah, if morning, it's like that. But also what I teach my clients, because some of my clients, they're like single mamas with the kids and they're like, you don't get it. Like there is no sleep. There is no me time. There is nothing. Right. So when you're in a bed, when you're hearing your alarm going off, the moment that you like, turn it off. Like, even if you put it like just like 519, you know, that's it. Like 519, the one minute, what you can do, it's just like turn off the alarm, put one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly, and just think about the three things that you're grateful for. So instead of waking up and thinking like, Oh, I have to go and I have to do this, this, this just quickly. What are you grateful for? My blanket, my dog, my bed. Great. Then what are you excited for most today? Like I'm super excited to hang out with my best friend for a lunch. Great. What is the one thing you will do for yourself? Well, I'm getting massage tonight. Done. You're done with your morning flow. Like these three things, literally you can have them done in 30 seconds, but this way you're not starting the day, like just rolling out. You know what I mean? Rolling out and rolling with the day. Like it's all about you. I always say like, treat yourself like the queen that you are in the morning because the rest of the day will reflect it. So when you do these three things, again, it's super quick and you can do it in a minute right after your alarm is off. What are you grateful for? What are you excited for? What is one thing you will do for yourself today? And you're done. You're done with your morning flow and you can do that. And it's going to completely shift your energy. Okay, done. You're right. I can do that. I will message you. I will ask. Okay. <laughs> She's like, I will be following up. Um, oh my God. I love that. Okay. I love, and, and you know, like 
I do this with journaling. I simplify it. And I tell people I have a journaling process that I share. And, but then I'll say to people, like, if that feels overwhelming to you, right? So you're saying, can you take 10 minutes to yourself? And I'm like, that feels overwhelming to me. And what I say to people who feel overwhelmed with journaling is like, okay, then just start every day with writing three things you're grateful for. So really what you did is just gave me a a taste of my own medicine and just said, okay, simplify it, you silly. Like you're still time, like you can create time. Like, and I also love the idea of just putting one hand on my heart and one hand on my belly because just connecting and touching, like, you you know, just kind of connecting to your body in that way um, before you begin the day is kind of, I think a really powerful, a powerful thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Done. There you go. Fine, so delivered. (laughs) Done. Done. I love it. Um, okay, great. Well, I have now learned how to tap into my feminine energy a little bit at least. Um, and to keep exploring that. Um, yeah. So you have also last thing I want to chat about quickly is, uh, you have a book 21 days to soulful success. So can you tell us quickly, um, or not quickly, but can you tell us about what your book is about? (laughs) I, can I try not to go too long. Like, people have a short attention span, you know? Oh yeah, girl. I know it. I know it. No, the 21 days to soulful success. It's a book that I collaborated with other speakers that I had on my soulful success experience, because again, I used to be working hard and hustling. And I realized that to create multiple six figures and the life that I have right now, it was not through the hard work and hustle. It was doing things soulfully. So really knowing and having a different tools and different people, because I don't know it all and I don't want to know it all, you know? So we give, and it's like, it's beautiful because it's like a journal and workbook. And you also have things that you can read there from me where I am teaching people about soulful ascension journey. What are the three stages of awakening? Not to be woo-woo, trust me, it's very grounded. Um, and then we have other co-authors to contributed to the book to teach people how to create success in their life, that it comes from soul, not from hard work and hassle. Done. Simple. Easy. <laughs> I love it. All right. It comes from the soul and not hard work and hustle. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That felt like a weight lifted off my like chest. I'm like, I, I'm ready to leave hard work and hustle behind, but maybe, maybe I'm just not there yet. I'm working towards that. <laughs> You're on your way. And listen, there are no coincidences. Just getting this sprinkled in, like talking together. It's already your subconscious mind. It's taking it in and seeing it. Okay, it's possible. Okay, if she can do it, it's possible for me. Let me just look out what is possible for me. And you don't have to know the how. You don't have to know the when. Like now it's like the seeds were planted. Now it's going to be sprouting. Right. The how figures itself out. Always. Yeah. Whether we like it or not. (laughs) Okay. So last question for you, Petia, is what is the best piece of advice that you would give your younger self? I would tell her you're freaking amazing. You know, I feel like that's what I needed to hear because I was like people pleasing and no matter what I did, I felt like it wasn't enough and I wasn't enough. So really reminding her that she's amazing and she's perfectly made for her purpose, that would completely change my life. Instead of like trying to be everything for everyone, like knowing that the way I was made and the way I am, it's perfect for my purpose and who I came here to be. Beautiful. Thank you so much. It was so lovely and such a joy to have you on. So thank you so much, Petya. Thank you for having me. And thank you for being so open to your own medicine from me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed Petia as much as I did. You can follow her on Instagram at Petia, P-E-T-I-A, Kolibova, K-O-L-I-B-O-V-A. Here's the thing. 
I really loved that conversation. I loved it so much. Um, I really enjoyed just understanding the feminine energy a little bit deeper. Um, like I said, at the top of this episode, it's something that I've been kind of interested in exploring. And I do think that I am someone who like has been, it's been years and years and years of hitting the pavement hard, working hard, crushing whatever goals that I can and feeling, you know, like I just need to constantly be doing something, doing something, doing something. But there is also this like tug on my heartstrings that feels like, okay, like we don't need to burn out. Like there's a way that you can do this where you can still like soften, which is the word that keeps coming up um, and kind of get to the other side of whatever it is that we're trying to achieve, but in a way that just feels less, I don't know, aggressive. Um, and so I'm, I'm leaning more towards in, you know, towards that in my life um, and trying to embrace that side of myself. And I have been for some time, um, but I guess I never really thought to kind of categorize what that side of me is and come to find out that side of me is my feminine energy. Um, but I think it would, it would suit me to, to bring in both. And maybe there's some, someone out there, one of you listening that kind of feels like you want to tap into both as well. And for my guys who listen to this podcast, you know, same, same goes to you. Like we have both and we all have both. You have your feminine energy as well. Like, and you have your masculine energy, right? We, but we all have both. So I think it's likely just that yin and yang and uh, leaning into both, right? Not either or, but both, which, you know, I'm a huge fan of. So that's today's episode. Uh, I am your host, Victoria Brown. Make sure you follow Petya on Instagram. Follow me at Victoria Brown. Follow our podcast handle page at very best self. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got for you today, you guys. Um, I will see you next week. And yeah, love you, mean it. Bye.